Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Leadership Vision Podcast, where we share our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of StrengthsFinder. For more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your organization, visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. My name is Nathan Freeberg, and today on the show, we're talking about our values here at Leadership Vision with our president, Brian Schubring. Values, in a very general sense, are most often put in place by an organization to help guide actions and decisions. When you take time to name them and write them down, you help define your core beliefs and set a direction towards what's most important. It's something that can help your team unite around ideals and also deal with things in a more positive way when issues arise. So today on the show, Brian and I will share our five core values here at Leadership Vision. We'll define what we mean when talking about the words team, generosity, wisdom, courage, and fun. We'll share a bit about how we came up with those words and how we try to live them out among our team and with our clients. We'll also talk about why we didn't build these values around a framework of strengths. And Brian and I will share what each of our personal challenges may be in living these out on a daily basis. Keep listening, as I think there's something here for any individual or organization who is either trying to come up with their own set of core values or who needs some encouragement living theirs out. Let's start at the beginning. Here's Brian explaining where our values came from. One of the unique distinctives about the team at Leadership Vision is that we have always been, I think we're always going to be, a team that is comprised of people who have very strong values and who have very strong beliefs. It's one thing to, to trust in that because you trust that someone's going to make good decisions and, and you trust that people are going to build relationships because you're relying on that instinct that someone has to live a value-based life. In early December of 2017, at our year-end summit, we decided to actually write down, agree on, and make a commitment to the things we valued as a company. We did this after realizing the things that we thought were our values really weren't. Our process up until that point was backwards. And that backwards way was trying to reform and conform present behaviors to something that we thought we believed in, but we never really had this agreement on what it is we truly believe in. We've come to agree on these values, and now they serve as anchor points, or guardrails, if you will, that tell us how it is that we are building our relationships as a team, how it is that we're building relationships with outside constituents, how it is that we're approaching our our clients, how it is that we're actually serving our clients. We have come together and we have used these values as a way to say, this is who we are, and this is who we are going to be. We put these five words on internal memos, hang them up in the office, and generally try to embed them in places where we'll see them and be reminded of this commitment. So let's start with the first one and talk about our value of team. Team means that we play the game together. And one of the phrases that we say over and over again is play as a team, play your position, play the game you're in, and play to win. There are many facets there, but it's something that we keep saying over and over and over again. 
I believe that there is no one person that has greater value than someone else because we're all members of a team. I believe that each person needs to understand what it is that they bring to a team, what position they're playing, what role that they have, and that they're holding to that, and that we are holding them accountable to it. We're not really using strengths as a way to identify what someone brings to our team, their role or position. First and foremost, it's about finding individuals who best reflect our values. We often tell our clients, you don't hire based upon strengths. You hire people that are best fit for your culture. We are committed to nurturing and growing a healthy culture. So it is our intention that we are a team of the right people. Our value of team means we're looking for people who are pursuing a very specific thing to help our company and have a greater influence with our clients and the work we do. Considering strengths is much further down the list. Strengths just inform us on how it is that somebody might show up, but doesn't tell me much about how they're going to necessarily be a team member because a team is comprised of people who are committed to a specific purpose and they're committed to having a specific influence. That idea really should be present in any organization. Are your people committed to your mission? Our second value is generosity. And in its simplest form, generosity means giving more than you take. Generosity begins with being faithful to things before you're responsible with people. Generosity means you're giving of your time to set up a room appropriately. Generosity means that you're giving of your time and energy at the end of a long day to reset up a room, um, even on someone else's campus, where it looks better when you leave than it did when you show up. That, to me, is generosity. Generosity is coming alongside of someone and freely helping them with, without expecting anything in return. Generosity means that we have a posture of giving. I have something that I can give that will help you be a better person, regardless of what we may ever receive in return. We'll sometimes talk about whether or not we responded to someone or something or a situation in a generous way. Did we give away our best answer or attitude to that thing or person? It helps keep this idea at the forefront of our thinking in the small things. It's like practice. Every individual has an unlimited resource of themselves that they can give to others to bring life to other people, to bring satisfaction to other people, to help other people grow. And I believe that it is um, a self-fueling entity within someone that the more you give, the, the more you have to give. The more that you give, the more inspiration you have to give even, even more. You actually look for places to serve. One thing you can do here is to look at your strengths and see what you can give away. For me, it's ideas. Using my strength of ideation makes it easy and really fun for me to freely give away ideas to other team members without expecting anything back. Whether or not generosity is something that's a value for you, which one of your strengths allows you to freely give something away to others? Our third value is wisdom. Of all of our words, this one to me is both the most easily recognized and least understood. We're using it here to mean learning the lessons that life is teaching you and applying those learnings to someone else. Regardless of your age, regardless of your gender, regardless of your culture, regardless of your experience, regardless of anything, if you're learning 
the lessons of life and applying them and teaching and sharing them with someone else, you are wise. And I believe that with wisdom that we are, as individuals, looking for opportunities to appropriately share what we are learning with other people. Not just speaking things that we think people need to know, not just teaching people based on the abundance of knowledge that we've gathered, but wisdom is specifically applying something that you've learned to a person who has that specific need. One of the key takeaways in that description is the word appropriately. Appropriately sharing what you've learned is important. There's a tremendous amount of discretion that needs to happen in knowing how and when to share what you know. True wisdom is motivated by compassion and empathy. So when you connect with someone through compassion or through empathy and you realize, I've lived this, I've learned something there, I want to share this with them so they can learn in this moment of pain and in this moment of suffering, that's an example of the application of wisdom. It's having compassion on someone who's struggling with something intellectually. It's the same thing. You recognize, I've wrestled with that. I've struggled with that decision before. And then wisdom says, I can apply this specifically and appropriately to where you're at. So you have this compassion, this alignment, this understanding, this repositioning of who you are in relationship to someone to say, I can help through a lesson that I've learned, and that, to me, is a demonstration of wisdom. One way we try to grow in this area is to continually ask each other what we're learning. It could be about something related to the business, maybe with a client, on a job, or completely unrelated, like what we're doing in our hobby, our spare time, with our children. But the idea is that we are practicing this value on a regular basis, so when those bigger, more important issues come up, we're ready to share and learn and grow. Our fourth value at Leadership Vision is courage. Courage for us isn't about being the hero or charging into a scary situation. It's about being the person you are, not the person you want to be. Here's what that means. Sometimes I believe that your aspiration to be a certain type of person isn't based on who you are from the inside, but who you're seeing on the outside. And that incongruity with alignment can cause a lot of pain. Courage is saying, I recognize the uniqueness and distinction of somebody else. And courage says, I am not that, I am this. In many ways, courage is honestly living your strengths and allowing others to live theirs. Courage is understanding where your boundaries of identity really are. Courage is knowing that when you need to step into who you need to be for others, that you have the willingness and the faith to do so. Courage is also providing other people the opportunities to do the same. Courage is knowing when it's time for you to get out of someone's way so they can be the person that they need to be. Courage is also understanding that your platform may not be all platforms. It is just a specific platform designed for you. Courage is having that inner strength, that inner belief, that inner confidence to step further into your identity, embracing it, and taking the risk to express who you authentically are and owning the relationships that develop out of that. For me, courage is going to be the one that's the most difficult. To embrace my identity and take more risks to express who I am is probably a lifelong journey. 
I'm guessing that's the case for many of us. Nathan, this idea of courage needs to always be a challenge for all of us. No matter what stage of life we are, no matter what um, stage in our career or education we are, we will always be challenged to be more courageous in embracing who we truly are. Finally, our fifth and final value is fun, which may not seem like something you'd expect to find as a value, but in many ways, it's the most important one for us. This one is a little bit more difficult to define, but we know when it's missing. Brian identified this after a particularly rough season for us. I come to work because I believe I'm supposed to have fun with these people and, and fun with our clients, and this is just isn't fun anymore. It can be fun in a struggle. It can be fun in something that is going just amazing. But I realize that I want our relationships to have an element of fun. I want our conversations to have an element of fun. I realize that when we're working with other people and they're having fun, the memory that's happening there is more emotional. It's more personal. It's more relational. This is a value for us because it's yet another way each of us can contribute in a unique way to the culture of our team. We all have a unique sense of humor. We all have unique personalities. We all have keen observations which bring fun to the equation. Our team likes to tell funny stories. We like to share silly YouTube videos. We love to laugh. We love to tease each other. And there's something for us that's created in those moments that's extremely positive and directly carries over to the work we do. Our value of fun is also one way to evaluate how we're doing. And when we finish events, we use these values as ways to evaluate how we did. And we end with the question, did we have fun today? Was the experience with the other consultant fun? Was the experience on location with our clients fun? Where was that identifiable? And if it was missing, then why? We believe our team needs to be a fun place for each individual to truly show up. It's part of what creates the foundation by which the other values can grow. A team needs to also be a fun place to be where that individual won't display what they can bring to add to that environment. So Brian and I have talked a bit, both on and off mic, about whether or not there's an order to how these values appear. Is our value of team a byproduct of when the other four values are being lived out? Is fun something that can only happen after we have a true team mentality in place? Or does it need to be in place before that can happen? If you show up on a team, you must learn how to play as a team, and that is about giving. So that kind of reflects the generosity. And if you can understand the importance of what it means to give, then secondarily, you begin to learn the importance of giving away the life lessons that you have learned. Through the process of giving away these life lessons, through learning that you can trust that these lessons are holding true, you may also come to this realization that, hmm, these lessons I'm learning are helping me be more of who I am, which bolsters your courage to truly be who you are. So there's a layering to what we're talking about here for sure. Nathan, this idea of courage needs to always be a challenge for all of us. No matter what stage of life we are, no matter what stage in our career or education we are, we will always be challenged to be more courageous in embracing who we truly are. But what about strengths now? As a strengths-based company, surely strengths have a role to play in our values, right? Well, yes, sort of, but maybe not in the way that you might think. We believe strengths will help us understand how someone is going to show up and embody these values. We did not build these values out of some strengths framework. 
it was exactly the opposite. It was about the essence of who it is that we wanted to be as a team, and strengths are simply going to inform how you might show up. I actually think that strengths could be a limiter in how we would expect someone to show up. Values are values. And I think that there are many opportunities in life that really push us. And when we are responsive to that push, we may surprise ourselves in how we demonstrate these values. And then to do a reverse engineering exercise of asking what strength that was, I think may take away the meaning of what actually happened when we were living out those values. So it's kind of a slippery slope there. In one way, strengths can inform, but in another way, they can actually limit. As I shared earlier, courage is the one value for me that I think will be the most challenging. I asked Brian the same question, and without hesitation, he said generosity has always been a challenge for him. Generosity um, in my world is understanding how I need to continue to give more and more opportunities to other people um, that I believe that just in my role, there are many opportunities that come my way. And for me to truly practice generosity is for me to freely give other people the chance to step up and onto these new platforms that we have in ways that I may not have done two, three, four years ago because I thought, oh, that platform is in front of us. That platform was meant for me. And right now I'm realizing that there's a generosity that needs to be displayed within our company of leadership vision that says these platforms are coming our way and we need to look at who is the best person for that opportunity. And for me to practice generosity is to truly say, who is the best person for this? Who is the person that needs to be with these people as they're experiencing this part of their professional journey with us? Thanks to Brian Schubring, our president, for sharing a little bit about our journey into living out these values. I hope you're able to reflect a bit about your own values, both personally and as an organization, and take some time to think into those things that you want your culture to be identified by. And thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of StrengthsFinder. Subscribe to the Leadership Vision podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. For more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your organization, visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. I'm Nathan Freeberg. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.